strong tower, the righteous run into.
Blessed be the name of the Lord. Let's sing Waymaker if we could in B-flat. You are here touching every heart. Amen. Maybe we can just sing that together. You are here moving in our midst. I worship you.
worship this morning. Hallelujah, hallelujah. You are the way maker, oh God. Miracle worker, nothing can stand before our God, saints. Blessed be the name of our God. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Have your way this morning, Lord Jesus. Amen. I'm going to just ask if the brothers would come at this time. We're going to open the service in a word of prayer if we could. Brother Jonas, could I ask you please to come open the service for us if you would? We don't have any written prayer requests. We do want to remember the Bailey family in England. Brother passed away that we had prayer for. We're just asking that God would be with them and bring comfort to their hearts. And it's good to know that we have a reward, more than good. It's wonderful to know that we have a reward on the other side. For those of us that are here, there is still the loss. And so we want to remember the family and the saints over there. If there's a need on your heart that you'd just like to lift before the Lord this morning, we know he sees every heart, every upraised hand, every unspoken request. May God meet you where you are this morning, Brother Jonas. Please. Father, we come to you, Father, and worship this morning, Father. I want to tell you how great you are, Lord Jesus, Father. Who are we, Lord, to come before your throne, Father? We're not worthy, but Father, but you've made a way for us, Lord, at Calvary. So grateful, Lord, and you're indeed a miracle-working God, Lord Jesus. I can testify of that, Lord. You have done miracles in my life, Lord Jesus. You've done miracles in all of our lives, Lord. You have turned us around, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Father, for the cross, Lord. You've provided a perfect sacrifice for us, Lord Jesus. We ask you now this morning, Father, may you just come, Lord, and anoint your speaker, Father. May you take him fully out of the way, Lord Jesus. Father, may your sacred Holy Spirit may just come down, Lord, upon us, Lord. May you use the men of God so mightily, Lord, like never before, Lord Jesus, that we may be transformed, Lord Jesus, into your image, Father. May you just take us aside that we can listen, Father, and hear from you, Lord. It's not words of a man, but of God. And we thank you for it, Father. If there's any need among the congregation, Lord Jesus, may you touch it, Father. For indeed, you're a miracle-working God, Lord Jesus. Nothing is impossible with you, Lord. Father, whatever it is, Father, we speak, speak your name upon it, Lord Jesus, Father. But you have already done the perfect work, and we just need to accept it, Father. And we do this morning. We accept it in the name of Jesus, Father. For those who are mourning, Father, about loved ones going home, Father, may you touch their hearts, Lord. And, Father, may you make this reality that we are going to meet them again. May may you make it so real to them, Lord Jesus, that it's just but a short time, Father. We're so grateful for it, Lord. May you make us ready, Lord, to meet you in the air, Lord. There's someone backslidden, Lord. May you bring him back to this morning, Father. We thank you for it, Lord. We give you all the praise, Father. Those who can't be here, Lord. If anyone's sick can't be here, Father, may you touch them, Lord Jesus. Raise them up, Lord. We thank you for it and give you all the praise. You commit the offering and the rest of the service, the song service, into your hands. We give you all the glory in Jesus' name. You may you may have your seats as we take up the morning offering. And maybe we could just start playing Tis So Sweet to Trust in Jesus. Key of F, if you would, please. We'll sing a couple of verses of this. We're going to invite our brother Samuel Mateo to come and sing for us. And also there's an announcement from our brother Richard regarding uh, the clothing for the Philippines. There's additional info in the fellowship hall on the bulletin board regarding that. So you can check there. Amen. Let's just sing a couple of verses of Tis So Sweet as Brother Sam comes and we'll have him sing a special for us. Tis so sweet to trust in Jesus. 
They tell me of love's sweet old story. They tell me of a wonderful name. It thrills all my soul with its glory. It burns in my heart like a flame. They say he's the one that so loved me. That in heaven Die on the cross in shame. This story my heart has turned. It's the sweetest that I've ever heard. It banishes fear, it brings hope and cheer. Oh, tell me his name again. They say that he was one in a that there was no room in their inn, and in his own world was a stranger, but he loved us in spite of our sins. They 
say that his path led to Calvary. And one day he died there in shame. He gave his great life a ransom. Oh, tell me his name again. Oh, tell me his name again. And sing me the sweet refrain of him who in love came down die on the cross in shame. This story my heart has stirred. It's the sweetest that I've ever heard. It banishes fear. It brings hope and cheer. Oh, tell me his name again. They call him the sweet rose of Sharon. They call him the lily so fair. They call him the great rock of ages. They called him the bright morning star. He's the prophet, the priest, redeemer. The king of a king now he reigns. He's coming in Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Brother Sam. Brother Tom asked that we would try a song, so we're going to sing a song the choir sang a few times. If we could just turn the screen to this blood. There is a blood that costs a life. I think we should have, maybe we could start it in G and go to A. I think we know it well enough, and those of you that were in the choir will just sing strong from where you are. I'll save anyone having to come up and grab a microphone and sing with me, so I'm sure they'll thank me later. But we, Brother Tom wanted us to sing this, and I don't tire of these lyrics myself. There is a blood that costs a life. Amen. But because of that blood, we can be here today and just stand clean before the Redeemer. Isn't that wonderful? Amen. So let's sing this as our Brother Tom comes, and we'll turn to the ministering of the word. There is a blood that cost a life that paid my way and death its price and when it flows 
Come to worship you, Lord Jesus. Tried to hide you in the grave. The Almighty God said, I have power to lay my life down and power to lift it up. Lord, we believe in a risen Savior, a God that's present, a God that leads, a God that guides, a God that delivers, a God that saves, a God that fills. And so this morning, as we come into your house, Lord, praise on our lips. We glorify you, our lovely Lord Jesus Christ. Lord, it always astounds me, Lord, that we cannot open up our hearts to worship you, a living God. It's astounding. And Lord, one day you said, if you don't praise him, the rocks shall rise up. Lord, I'm not going to let a rock rise up and give praise. When I can open up my lips with thanksgiving... And glory and honor do your holy name. So, Father, we've come to the house of God on a resurrection morning. Not to be seen, but to see you high and lifted up. We pray, God, that you'll come out of the pages of your Bible. Lord, we believe a prophet has come to declare the coming of the Lord. We believe, Father God, we are in that rapture cycle. Lord, we are lifting up our eyes, knowing our redemption draweth near. Lord, there's an excitement within our souls. Lord, we're not like other churches. We are the bride of the elected lady of Jesus Christ. And so, Lord, as we gather back over this summer holidays and different families now have come home, we just pray that there will be a liberty in their souls to worship you, the true and living Savior. Father, we ask that you will be with those that have joined with us this morning on the Internet. And those those that shall. May God the word bless them. May it feed them. May it strengthen them. May it give them all that their hearts are crying for. 
Father, we commit the service now to you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. And the church of the living God said, Amen, amen, amen. Well, God bless you. Bring you greetings from Brother David Mbui. We had a blessed weekend last weekend. And I don't know, even now, as we were worshiping, just sitting there in my chair, I thought, wow, I better watch it. My voice is already crackling there. But we had a, a wonderful time. Brother David Mbui invited us down to join with him. We had a uh, ordination service. We had a baby dedication. I had a service I took and an ordination. And anything missing was a baptism. And this morning we're having our dear sister Marnie being baptized. Brother Reed's wife is going to be baptized this morning. So praise the Lord, sister Marnie. God richly bless you. Amen. Doesn't take long. Brother Reed gets baptized at camp. And just a few weeks later, his darling wife is here, wanting to be baptized in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. To God be the glory. You want to say, people say, where is God? I say, where isn't God? Where is, there's, well, let's go to the other side. Where isn't God? God's amongst his people again. And I want you to, to realize more and more that we are in this great rapture cycle. And it's not just a church at Cloverdale Bible Way you've come to. Uh, the greatest part about this whole message is that we're going to be gone in the twinkling of an eye. And God bless you all for coming back. Sister Hope, nice to see you. Is George coming soon? Soon. All right, the girls are back. Praise the Lord. My goodness, everybody is in their places. It's nice to see you all. Brother Kim, God bless you. Amen. You're looking good, buddy. Amen. Well, here we are. Sunday morning. We want to turn to our Bibles, please. Um, there might be a, if I take a right hand turn, put your seat belts on, okay? I don't want you flying out the window. So, a lot of times we got a, a thought maybe in our minds and, and we want to go a certain way, but sometimes the thought comes and there's a right turn. The Iverson clan is back. I said, they said, oh, we greeted them last week, and I'll greet them again because it's my first time. God bless you. Nice to have you home. Amen. Well, let's turn to Hebrews. Hebrews chapter 11. I've been looking at this scripture for a long, 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 long time. And um, sometimes you read a scripture and you just read a scripture. And that's good. But sometimes you read a scripture and then you say, hey, there's a little bit more in that scripture, obviously. There's a lot more in that scripture. It's me. So uh, as I was reading and have been reading Hebrews chapter 11, I would like to take a look at verse um, 21. Everybody there? Everybody happy? Matthew, you're going. What's going on here? Dad, Grandpa's still here? It must be a gene pool or something. Nice to have you here, Brother Wes, Sister Diane. God bless you. Trust your feeling is more home. Hmm? The more magnetic pull here. Huh? <laughs> he's waiting till the rain comes, then he's out of here. All right. Hebrews chapter 11, verse 21. The Bible says, By faith Jacob, when he was a dying, blessed both sons of Joseph, and worshipped, leaning upon the top of his staff. 
by faith, Joseph, when he died, made mention of the departing of the children of Israel and gave commandment concerning his bones. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we've read your eternal word, and it is indeed eternal, for you are the word. And so, Father, we're asking that the author of it, Lord, would make it alive to each and every one of us this morning. That it wouldn't be just words, Lord, but it would be living word, living in a people, thriving in the hearts of your children. We commit now the reading of the word. We pray, God, you'll give us ears to hear what the Spirit says this morning in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. You may have your seats. Wouldn't mind please putting up the slides. You can have the first slide. As we have known, and most of us here could probably quote right off of our lips without looking in the scripture, of course, Malachi 4, 5, and 6. It's a very foundational scripture for believers that believe this message. The Bible says, Behold, I send you Elijah the prophet before the coming of the great and dreadful day of the Lord. And so we understand then that there's a fulfillment that had to be fulfilled and it was laying in the scriptures for over 2,000, close to 2,000 years, 400 years before Christ. And now here we are today being fulfilled through the ministry of Brother William Branham. Scriptures that we take, maybe a scripture that we quote so often, a scripture that's maybe said or repeated again and again. But I, 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 I feel that Many times we, we, by reputation, we sometimes lean back and just say, well, I know that. I know that. But that was a great scripture that was laying in the, in the Bible. And nobody knew really what that scripture was all about until it's fulfilling. Till it was fulfilled in the life of a man called William Branham. Now, please, I would like you to understand, and as I was, we were speaking today, my wife and myself had a blessed time with our sister Marnie in, in, the, in uh, my office. We, I said, don't stumble, please don't stumble, because we will use Paul, we will use Moses, we'll use Ezekiel, we'll use Habakkuk, we'll use different prophets of the, of the scripture, and nobody gets offended, but as soon as you come to the last day and the last age that God had promised to send a prophet and as soon as you give a name people's backs get up you know it's, it's, to me that's so weird get your back up then with Moses get your back up with with, with Paul Peter and why are you quoting Peter Bible why am I quoting Malachi 4 Bible and it just so happens that there was a prophecy laying in the scripture and we understand as we read and as we grow in Christ and start to realize that the Bible is a book of prophecy. From the beginning of the scriptures to the end of the scriptures, it is a prophecy laying there. And it takes prophets to give us the marker for the age. You have 15, what I, they say we got 1500 denominations. It might be 25. It could be 4,000 for all I know. There's a lot of one man denominations. 
So if you multiply that, there would be millions of churches. Because you know, my dad always had the, exp- uh, the expression when uh, Jehovah's Witness knocked on the door. And they would knock on and your dad would see that they were Jehovah's Witness. Of course, my dad's not a Christian. He's not nothing. And um, they'd open the door and said, sir, have you ever thought about that? He says, quiet. I have my own religion. I looked at my dad. You do? But people do. They do. And and they have their own thoughts, even their own thoughts of what even one of prophets had. But the key of, of us, our ministers, as believers, we're to say what the prophet said. What the prophet said. And do what the prophet did. You want God in your life? Do what he did. Say what he said. Watch God confirm his word in you. So now we have, we have and we realize then that a prophet's come and we have now lived. Some of us have lived 45, 46, 47, 50 years after the prophet has come and gone. And yet we understand, well, why are we lingering? Or why are we, why is there a delay? As, but when he declares there is no delay, the only delay is in your brain. Because you're time creatures. And you say, well, it's got to be at this time. God is a timeless God. So, I mean, what's time to God? You say, well, I got 20 years. I've been waiting for 20 years for a healing. What's 20 years in the infancy, infinity of God? What is that? What, what, what is a moment in time? Nothing. Nothing. So here I have here, of course, Brother Bram uses this phrase, and I've used it right here. The ending of time and the blending of eternity, which indeed we are in. And then I said, underneath there, glory to God, mine eyes have seen the glory of the coming of the Lord. Not everybody can make that declaration. I can. And I want to see whether or not you can. My eyes have seen the glory of the coming of the Lord. And so then, of course, as over the years we preached on the glory of God and that's his majesty and so forth. But there's also other definitions of the glory of God. And of the glory of God, God has an opinion. You know God has an opinion? And his opinion is the right opinion. You don't have an opinion. God has an opinion. So now we have seen the opinion of God and the only reason why we know God's opinion is because of Malachi 4. I don't care how gifted any of these men might be. I'm sorry, friends. Without a message that we can go back to, we have nothing to preach. You've got a lot of preachers. I, li- I put on a carry radio this morning on the way to church, and I thought, oh, my goodness. If that was being preached over our church, it would be about four people. Because there's really nothing there. But something that was repeated for years and years and years out of a theological college. Because he doesn't even have his own opinion. But then it took a prophet to come in this generation to catch the mind of God. To give us the thought of God on every manner and every situation. It's, it's so often, and, and, and we have families, we have high priests of home, we have daddies, and we have a message. And everybody raises their children differently because they're individual. We're not cookie-cutter, cut-out Christians. So we can take that word and we can apply it to our homes 
And with us, we do. And that's what makes us individual families, which is a wonderful thing. But we are one body when it comes to the word of God. And so I'd like to take a look at this word. I would like to say and ask the question. I've preached it before. I believe Brother Murphy's preached on it. By faith, and when I put, I think it was Brother Gil Ashdown, by faith, Gil Ashdown, by faith, Mike Gagne, by faith, Richard Drake. You can put your name now, Brother David, you can say by faith, David. But I, I want to, I'd like to, I put dot, dot, dot beside what they would say about you by your faith. So we can go through the uh, Matthew 11 and we can say by faith, Noah was moved of God. To the saving of his household. And, and that was a great de- deed that he did. And indeed it saved his household and by faith. So we, we can, by faith, Abel offered a more excellent sacrifice than of Cain. So God is specific and he used Paul to catch what was very important of their faith to identify them in this hall of faith. So he said, by faith, Noah. To the saving of, by faith, Abel offered a more excellent sacrifice. By faith. Now, the question, and maybe, uh, if you don't mind, I am gonna go a little slower this morning. Um, by faith, Jeff, what? By faith, you'd say, well, brother Tom, there was great, uh, great events that took place in brother Jeff's life. By faith, he married. We see that. By faith he received the message. Or by faith, we can pick something out. And then Eli, we could say, well, brother Eli, brother Wallner, he's been a, by faith, been a pillar in the church. Or we could say, oh, by faith, Eli walked out of that denominational system called the Hutterite colony and he walked with God. So we could take instances and say, well, by faith. And each one of you could look at each other and say, oh, by faith, John Waldner heard the voice of God and he Became a believer of Malachi 4. So uh, the dot, dot, dot can be filled in with each one of you. And I, and I don't want, I, 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 I'm, I'm looking at you as you know I do when I preach. I would, I would like you to think for a moment, and I'm not gonna rush you. What would you put beside by faith, Tom? And, I started to to look at my life and I thought, well, by faith, Tom left mom and dad for everything to follow Christ. I left everything to follow Christ. Maybe that could be put in the Bible. Or by faith, he married Joanne Biscoe. That was faith. I had to see her father. That took faith. I lost 20 pounds. Just so that you you say, wow, where is it now? <laughs> That's added. <laughs> or you could say, by faith. Brother Tom couldn't have children and and God gave him three lovely boys. Uh, you, you, you could put anything in, in there. 
But I don't think that Paul, being moved of the Holy Ghost, was penning just anything. To epitomize a person's faith. There are standout situations that we'd say, by faith, Jonas conquered cancer. And that would be a great statement in the scripture, Brother Jonas. Or would it be, by faith, Jonas put on a rapture and a change in the body. And got translated in a moment in the twinkling of an eye. So there's many things we can look in our life and say, well, by faith, this happened. By faith, this happened. But Paul is honing down, honing down to a, a man that many of us have preached on through the years. Joseph. And thus I take a right turn. John 16.13 How be it when he the spirit of truth is come he will guide you into all truth. For he will not speak of himself. But whatsoever he hear, that shall he speak, and he will show you things to come. He will guide you into all truth. And if you look up the word guide into all truth, that means he will guide you in the full, complete Truth of God. So can I lay it down very quickly? It wasn't you that led you to the opening of the word. I'm just going to come to it real quickly. It was the grace of almighty God. That interrupted your life. And you didn't know, David, when we were in my office telling me you're going to marry Sister Naomi at a 17-year-old boy. You did. And you're happy. Have a beautiful family. But we still didn't know what we know now. We didn't know what we knew 10 years ago, what we know now, 15, 20, 30, 40 years, what we know now. So the spirit of truth is still leading, is he not? Can you say he's leading me? That spirit of truth is going to lead us right into a rapture body. So we say we're at the ending of time. We're at the blending of eternity. Next slide. Isn't that a great thing to wake up today? Isn't that great? Great. 
Ukraine is ready. They're ready to bomb a nuclear base. I'll tell you what, if that happens, our lives are changed forever. So that you young ladies that sit here so prim and proper and took so much time before a mirror won't mean much. And young boys that have fixed themselves up to look prim and proper. Things can change drastically in a moment. It can be, you say, well, before one bomb falls. Who says it's going to be a bomb that's going to explode the nuclear center? Maybe because of their lack of servicing because of a war that the rods are heating. The core is burning. And an atomic plant is ready to burn down, melt down. What will it do to Europe? What will it do to the world? But listen, saints, a prophet told you we are in birth pains. Is everybody, I'm taking it slow because I want you to understand now. You've been pre-warned. You've been pre-told. So when somebody puts this on the news feed, there isn't something in you biting your nails. But there's something in you that says, look up. I've been buried in Christ. He's the resurrection. And I'm buried in the resurrection. And I'm going to a better place. Is that reality? I hope so for all of you. Because if you don't, there's only two places after this world is annihilated. There's a heaven to gain and there's a hell to shun. And it's nothing but the truth. You can say, well, Brother Tom, you made that very palatable this morning. Yes, I have. Because I could say you can go to hell, fry like a pancake, but I won't go there. I already did. But there's a heaven to gain and streets of gold and transparent gold. and We will move. I'll get into it, into dimensional realms. What you know of this earth is nothing compared to where we're going. Nothing. So the world wakes up and says, hey, is that the young Dan or old Dan back there? That's the young Dan. You can go back to Norway, Dan, and you can tell him you can either get raptured or get left behind and burn. It's only two choices. Let's go to the next slide. Are we having fun this morning? Let, don't let it rattle you. People are reading this every day. I don't. I'm just making a, a, a little outline of a message to get to preach. But if it isn't a meltdown of another Chernobyl to take place, now they're worried about the biological warfare that could be spread now because there's so many immigrants flying all over the world. They don't know who's the good, the bad, and the ugly. 
I just thought I'd help you out this morning. Look up. Look up. Your redemption draweth nigh. So we got nuclear warfare. We got biological warfare, Jed. Where are we going to go from here? Can we say, can we look at one more slide? Sure we can. Let's go to the next slide. Global pandemic. Yep. It sounds like somebody that cried wolf to me. Oh, you got COVID-1. You got COVID-29. You got COVID-4050. You got variant, 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 more variant. If you spent all your time in lineups, you just get the next, next shot, next shot, next shot, next shot. But if they can spread a COVID-19 worldwide, which people died, and I'm not going to put that down. People did die. Older people died. Younger people died. People were put in hospitalized. But that's over a COVID-19. How about a next strain that they just die? Are we having fun? Brother Brother Bilsko said one day, who said this is fun? So we've gone from atomic, biological, global pandemic. What else can we wake up this morning to? Climate change. Everybody happy? Water levels, decreasing cities in trouble. They got 20 days left of water. People, and they're looking for answers from science. And let me tell you, science is going to fail you. There's only one person that will never fail you. And his name is Jesus Christ. I got to get an education. Yeah, and you can be a doctor. Of climate change. What's that going to do for that person there? Row, row, row your boat. No, no, no. There's no boat to row. Or there's a boat to row, but no water to row in. Next slide, please. The loss of biodiversity. My, we're going back to school and I guess I could get fact checked again. You'll find the whole balance of the the ecology of mankind is out of whack. They're losing species by the dozens, if not by the hundreds. The world is in a birth pain. Next slide. The one you all love. Siri. Call Tim Nod. Just driving down the road. Alexa, I like this song. Play that for me. Everybody's smiling. <laughs> huh? And we all, we all think it's a, a little thing. It's a little thing. It's a little thing. But what do I have underneath that artificial intelligence? And you can start reading up on it. Stephen Hawking's prediction. This will be the end of humankind. They said before you want to pull the plug. They already know that you wanted to pull the plug. So don't. Because I already thought that already. Hey before they get me man I'll pull the plug. But he already knows that I, I want to pull the plug. Hmm. 
My hope is in the Lord. From this time on, mm, artificial intelligence, the whole world loves this whole theme here. The, the whole intelligent genre. They love it in the phones. They love it in your homes. Next slide. Nanotechnology. Science, science, and more science. Hmm. Where do you think the tree of knowledge is going to take society? It's going to take it down the tube. Brother Branham said, man will destroy himself. And thus we are seeing the manifestation of a prophecy from a prophet that prophesied within the 60s and said, it won't be God that has to destroy it. Man will destroy himself. Is everybody... Still on the same page. Do I have a last slide? Oh. Mount Baker. How are you doing? <laughs> super, super volcano. Of course you know all about Yellowstone Park. And all that's laying under there. And telling us that it's a super volcano. And if it explodes... Uh, the world's just gone. <laughs> oh, but we like it in the movies, but we don't like it in reality. And don't look at me as though it's, I'm crackers. That's science telling you this. I'm just quoting them. I don't know if I have another one, do I? Two more? All right. Oh, the asteroid syndrome. Many movies made about it. But sorry, your favorite movie star ain't going to save you. I'm not saying that you have one, but I hope you don't. And the last one is just to clear the unknown. So we've covered it from nuclear to the unknown. Nothing instills fear more than the unknown. Many experts believe that there are still numerous unknown threats lurking out there beyond human comprehension. End of slides. End of depression. As I was saying earlier, I don't care what you think or what I think. God sent a messenger with the mind of God to give you and me rapturing faith. Gave a perfect faith. 
Faith cometh by hearing and hearing the word. So then he's thus given us a perfect word to give us a perfect faith to get us to perfection in Christ. God. Now, mankind, or they don't like even that word mankind because they like the word humankind. was visited by almighty God. But they will take Hollywood science over a pillar of fire. Brother Bram said, how can he can still manifest and let them take pictures of the pillar of fire that followed Israel. Now he's telling you that the pillar of fire that led and followed Israel was the one that had his picture taken with a prophet in Houston. The same one. Are you listening to me? The same one was the Lord Jesus. The same one was down there with Saul on the road to Damascus. The same one that delivered Peter out of prison. That same angel of God is here tonight. And he never went home when the prophet went on. He said, I'll be with you, even in you. To the end of the world. But our opening scripture was. He the spirit of truth. Will guide you. So this guy does never leave you. He will guide you. Into all truth. The truth is. There's a people that will be raptured. There will be a people that will put on a body change. There will be a people that will go to the marriage supper of the Lamb. And saints of God, that should be first and foremost in your minds. They're looking for the destruction of mankind. I'm looking for the translation of the bride of Jesus Christ. The same God. The angel of God is here tonight doing the very same thing he did when he was on earth manifested in human flesh. He is the same. What? And so then if he was the same yesterday, he's got to be the same today. Then the God that saved brother Reed is the same God that saved our sister Marnie. Can you hear? Do I hear an amen? amen? I say to God be the glory. Because you're looking for the fantastics. And this is the fantastics. This church should be alive. When a man was sitting right here in the front for a year. For a year. Goes to camp after one year. Gets baptized in a lake at the at the camp 
one year later and a few weeks later, his wife is here to be baptized. I say to God, be the glory. That should give you faith, mothers, daddies, children for your loved ones. That should increase your faith. The picture. Many of us have seen the picture. You can look at it. George J. Lacey, the head of the FBI in fingerprinting, documented it. And let me declare, that same angel that led Israel, that same God, is the same God that is here this morning to deliver you from anything your hearts desire. Amen. He can give you your heart's desire. I would have to say the same angel that spoke to Sister Hattie Wright. Said whatever you say, you shall have it. Your sister can be healed. You could have a million dollars. But what did she speak? What did she speak? The salvation of her two sons. I want you to know saints, that's more eternal than money. Healing. We need to speak the word. I'll be with you, even in you, to the end of the world. What is going to be put beside by faith, Thomas? What's going to be beside your name? I can't, re- I can't wait to read it when I get to heaven. You know, you say, Brother Tom, that Sunday morning that you preached, you said, by faith, I put this on it, and that's, here I am. What's your attitude? I want to know what your attitude is this morning. You got a bad attitude? Why don't you just leave? Is that an open door policy? Pretty much so. If your attitude is just, just come to church, but in some time, you're at the wrong place. But if you're here pulling, asking, saying EBA, we are not forgetting you. I want to put by faith, EBA's eyes came open by the word, not by emotion, but by thus saith the Lord. Ask anything in my name, believing, and you shall have what you ask. Don't put a time. Don't put a time frame. Don't put a time frame. Don't put a time frame. Attitude. Attitude. Attitude counts. Mm -hmm. Attitude counts. Brother Branham. I love this. I've used it over the years. I love it. I, I love it every time I read it. I love it. And he's talking about a little girl that was over in Finland. And he talks about her as he's getting now moved through the back hall going in into the meetings. And she reached over and pulled his coat. And her little hands rubbed it. Her little dirty hands. Look at that prophet just looking at everything there. Her little dirty hands just grabbed her coat. Grabbed my coat. And just rubbed it. Dirty. She kissed 
my coat. She dropped the coat down. She pulled her little ragged skirt and said, Kitos. That means thank you. She was very polite. She said, Kitos. And she looked up with those little baby blue eyes. Tears running down her cheek. Oh my. Something was swelling in my heart. And I thought, God bless you, honey. I turned and the soldier was trying to motion me. Try to motion me back to her. And I looked and I seen going down the room that she was walking without crutches. I know it, it would happen. I know God would honor that kind of faith. If, if he hadn't been, I'd be the lowest hypocrite in the world. God wouldn't honor the faith of that child. I seen that child go walking. And I go, and as he's being pushed, honey, you're healed. But of course, she couldn't hear what I was saying. She was crying, you know. She was saying, Kitos, Kitos. She thought she'd done wrong, and they kept pushing me on. So Brother Baxter come to the door and wanted me to come out. He wanted to find where I was at, so I went in. We prayed for several sick people. And you'll notice them crutches. They were all piled up. And they put them in the big cart to haul them away. And I was just fixing to leave the building, my brethren. A bunch of them had come and got me to take me off the platform. And I said, call just a few more cards. Just a few more cards. And when they did, by God's providence the next one that came up was the little girl she had the next card and here she comes smiling you know with that little tooth out in the front she was smiling trying to get to me and I said to the interpreter just say what I say now that's important Margaret So I'll say to every preacher that ever stands behind this pulpit, say what he said. Not saying that we don't. It's just that's our commandment. Say what he said. I said, just say what I say. She said, all right, Brother Branham. I said, you're going to see something that's already taken place. And that's the key part of the quote. God had already healed her. She hadn't heard it. The prophet saw it. And now she's in front of the prophet. He said, now you say what I say. He said, now, he said, you're going to see something. That's already been done. And I said, your respects to Jesus. Your approach in the right manner. That's a lot of times we Americans don't get anything. We don't come to God reverent enough. God lives in humility and simplicity. So I said... 
God reward you, honey. He healed you out there. I want you to go over there, sit down, get some men to unbuckle those braces and things, and let your little hand sit on your hip. And just as they bring the braces off, let your little hand slide down your leg just as far as your leg is short. And I said, now do that over there, then show me. And then I called the next one. And while I was in the vision, while I was in the vision, I heard a scream. And here she come across the floor with in her hands the braces over her head, screaming at the top of her voice. Right up the steps she went, right down and across the other way, those little bare feet went a-running. Amen. So then when the Bible declares you are already healed, there should be a little bit of running. Coming around this church. Said I save your children. There should be some running. Taking place. Because it's already done. It's in the vision. It's in the token. Hallelujah. It's more than a hallelujah saints of God. It's glory be to Jesus. Let the hallelujahs roll. But we get churchified. We don't want to get churchified. We want to glorify the king of glory. We want to give him all the praise, the honor and glory. Because he was showing her what was already done. Sister Marnie, it was already done. God knew before the foundation of the world, we're going to be in the baptismal tank together. It's already done. All we're doing, fulfilling what the vision said. I'll show you things to come. So we had a prophet in the 60s say that there was going to be a decline in the U.S. of America, U.S. of A. The invasion of America. There's going to be a birth pain. It had been indicted. So you could put a George Washington and Abraham Lincoln in every corner. She's gone. We don't pledge no allegiance to a country on this earth. We pledge allegiance to the Lamb of God. The decline is gone. The natural resources. Collapse of an ecosystem is shot. Human population growth will overtake the world. Global warming is in effect. Nuclear weapons, pandemics, untreatable, powerful, uncontrollable. Technology is spiraling out of man's hands. That was just another ten of another group of people that said this is going to be the cause of the end brother Bram said in 1965 and knoweth it not let me prophesy something to you just before it comes to pass I will show you things to come the whole world's groping in insanity 
and will get worse, worse, and worse. And it has. When they can start telling my grandchildren that they can be a he if she's a she, they're nuts. Saints of God, they're nuts. You want to be called a they and him or it? I don't care, but not according to the word of God. And God made man and his name was Adam. And out of Adam came Eve. Male and female created he them. It has not changed. But Satan in his warped thinking has taken a, a, a world by a global pandemic of insanity. And they're pushing perversion in your schools. Pornography. Listen, saints, you better thank God there's a building over there. There's not enough support, and there should be more support for that building over there. It's your children going to meet somebody. You say, oh, I, I, I like that person. She's such a nice person. And find out that it's a he. And you sit here covered by the blood, but reality is you go downtown Vancouver, you'll find everything that I say is true. It's pushed in your schools. It's pushed down your children's throat. But as strong as they push it down your throat, I'll push this message down your throat. I will. Yes, sirree. This is good for you, son. Yep, didn't like the coal oil, but it'll make you better. I can't do it. Yes, you can. You can conquer Satan by the word. They did throughout the ages. We're an anointed under an eagle anointing to soar above this sin cursed. Don't you get stupefied. You brothers that go to university and colleges, you just be lucky. By God's grace and say, not lucky. I hate that word lucky. You're blessed. Because you can get your mind screwed on right. After they try to unscrew it. So our education is everything. Every education is not everything. Education is of the devil. You make sure you use it. Not it use you. Brother Bram said the only thing that's going to give you is a better job. Well, get a better job. Then give your tithes. Give your offerings. Give the missions. Get the message out. We must. They are pushing down our family's throats. The nonsense. David... How much nonsense do you see a day? Too much. much. Eight hours a day. Too much. Driving bus. Seeing insanity. Listen saints. Brother Bram said outside of the Holy Ghost you're insane. So now you're seeing insanity manifest. But I want to see the word of God also manifest. Take a stand. Rebuke the enemy. I deny it. I will not have it in my home. Listen, Dr. Spock is long gone, isn't he? 
Did you remember Dr. Spock? You're too young. Look at that. He preached it. He said, huh? Dr. Spock, when we were kids, do not spank your children. Are you kidding me? My sister never spanked her children, and they were they were swinging on my mom's chandelier. Climbing the drape. I mean, they're unruly. But Dr. Spock said, let me tell you what Dr. Jesus said. Let me tell you what the Bible says. Let me stand where the word stands. Yeah, you want the deep things, you better get into the simplicity of God's word. You better start understanding what you hear, apply it. You can have great things and enjoy great things, but you get it down to your everyday life. People's, people's science has broken to God's great laboratory until they'll destroy themselves. God lets them, always lets wisdom destroy himself. God doesn't destroy anything. Man destroys himself by wisdom. As he did at the beginning. Taking Satan's wisdom instead of God's word. I trust this morning. As you go back to school, young people, that you can get up and have a diet. You have a book by your bedside. You have something that you can play at night. Something that's going to feed your soul. They sure aren't, even though we have wonderful teachers. And they will teach you your curriculum. But it's not that that feeds your soul. And I'm, I'm not preaching ignorance either. Can you please turn to 1 Thessalonians? <clears throat> Quoted by a prophet, last message, rapture. Anything a prophet's last words before really going to go be with the Lord is important to me. Not that it's not all important. Of course it is. I'm not saying that. But I'm saying that if God is going to have a messenger preach a rapture message at the close of his ministry... I would think that that should be on the forethought of every one of our minds. That we believe then in the resurrection of our Lord Jesus Christ. And that word is alive and well in me. I don't care about your unbelief. Have at it. Because I'll tell you. A world of unbelief, young men. You will find yourself a woman outside of the scriptures. Let me tell you something. She'll break your heart. She'll run with another man. She'll be a drunk at the bar. She'll have children by you. Split up a home. You young ladies, you look for men that are born again, filled with the Holy Ghost. You young men, you look at young ladies that actually have an experience with God. Not just prom, prop and proper, prim and proper in a pew. Because when life goes on and life gets hard, you want to know that she knows how to pray for your children. That's why you should always pray before you marry. Oh, but she's got eyes like a dove. He's got shoulders like a barn. Yeah, well, those shoulders will be like this. And her dove eyes will go dim. Say, is that you, honey? I have to loosen it up a bit. First Thessalonians 4.14. We already, we still got some time. 
Just been an hour. First Thessalonians 4.14 For we believe that Jesus died, rose again. Even so them which also sleep in Jesus will God bring with him. For this we say unto you, as I quoted this a few services ago, by the word of the Lord, that we who are alive, and that's not just alive, that is not just, <sighs> I think I can make it to church. No, it means energetic. It means lively. Hmm. Always, I'm always concerned when young couples come to me, and I don't know why I'm going down this road, but I might as well just go down it for a minute. It's always amazing how spiritual men get before they get married. That always amazes me. How spiritual a girl gets before they want to get married. And then all of a sudden they get married. Where's he and where's she? And I'm not generalizing and saying all. Because you have wonderful examples. Brother Orrin, Sister Emberly, Brother Jonas, Sister Hopi. We have wonderful examples of newlyweds fighting the good fight of faith and always will. But it's the ones that will break your heart that you think that they're just going to go on with God. And they grow cold in the world. For this we say unto you by the word of the Lord. We that are alive and remain unto the coming of the Lord shall not prevent them that are asleep. For the Lord himself shall descend from heaven with a shout and with the voice of an archangel with the trump of God and the dead in Christ shall rise. What was Paul writing about when he, the spirit of truth, is come? He's going to, what? Guide you into all things. So now the great guide in his age is guiding us to a rapture. Not just a nice living in Laodicea. Ooh. Huh. Not just a nice living in Laodicea. But to be an overcomer. In Laodicea. Guide us Lord. So we know then. And if those that are visiting. Just listen to what I have to say please. Don't go mentally blank on me. Brother Bram said in the rapture message. These. Three things happen a shout a voice and a trumpet has to happen before the coming of the Lord brother Bram said he does all three as he descends so he said, well, I know Brother Branham about, I know Brother Tom about Brother Branham being the voice, but where are the shout, the gathering of the people, but where's the voice? Where's the trumpet going to take place? He's doing all three and you're in it. 
Brother Bram said in the church age book, he who walketh in the midst of the seven golden candlesticks. How meaningful are these words when viewed in light of the scripture, when Christ, who is our life. For Christ indeed is the life of the church. When Christ, who is our life. So he's referring to Colossians 3. When Christ, who is our life, shall appear, we shall also appear with him in glory. It speaks from the word. The word is what does it. Now he said, that generation, and this is it, would receive a sign. What kind of a sign? As Jonah was in the belly of the whale for three days. The son of man shall be in the heart of the earth. Is that right? What kind of sign would you receive? He said a resurrection sign. Jesus is not dead. I put that in red. Jesus is not dead. He's alive. And I'm buried in him. And I'm alive in him. And I will go home with him. And Christ, who is my life, has appeared. Amen. What is he appearing for? To show the world what his opinion is of his bride. A people that will stand true. A people that will believe the word. A people that are unwavering. A people that will stand on thus saith the Lord. Amen. So without him, this Christ, she's simply a religious society. A club. A meaningless gathering of people. As a corpse, bejeweled and dressed is still a corpse. So the church, no matter what her programs and her gracious efforts might achieve. Without Christ, she's a corpse. But with him in her midst, with him motivating her, she is the wonderment of all. I want to say to you, with God in you, you are the wonderment of all. Hallelujah. Because Christ, who has, is our life, has appeared. Or he has manifested. Or he's become visible. He's come from the invisible to the visible. Look it up in the Greek. God, that pillar of fire that was taken a picture of, came from the invisible to the visible. That you would know through a prophet, the one that led Israel, the one that met Paul, is the one that's with you. And without that, you're a corpse. A meaningless gathering of people. And that is not what we want. We want a thriving people. A people filled with God. My sheep hear my voice, the prophet said. They know the voice of God. It speaks from the word of God. For it is the word. He said to a generation, they will receive a sign, the resurrected sign. Now let me talk to you a minute. Now this is now this is getting really, really down to earth. Sharon, you can hear me clearly? 
Can you hear me clearly? All right. My, my, my prophet says, now let me talk to her a minute. Can I talk to you a minute? Dap, can I talk to you for a minute? All right. Just want to make it unanimous here. Brother Wes, I can talk to you for a minute. Okay. Doug, for a minute? All right. He says, now, just, I want to talk to her a minute. It's not me, but Messiah talking through me. That, that's quite a statement, David. When a man can stand up there and say, it's not me that speaks, but it's Christ in me. It's Messiah in me. What is he trying to do, brother James? He's trying to move you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It's not me, Messiah, but it's Messiah talking through me. So when mommies and daddies have your children around you this week and you put a tape on in your home, whether it's in your living room, rec room, I don't care what room it is, say to your children before you put it on, say, this is not William Branham speaking. I thought I'd get a little bit more than that. This is Messiah speaking. Well, you say, well, Brother Tom, Brother Bram was a man and all that. Okay, I, you got that. But I'm talking about the word. When that word comes across through that prophet. And even, let me just backtrack that. You say, because you questioned me on that in your mind. I got it. That, you know, everything that he say was thus saith the Lord. Let me just clear it up. I take whatever he said over your brain. I'm sorry. You might be the brightest person on the planet, but I'll take his opinion over any one of you collectively. Did I make that clear? Did you make that clear? There's everything that I did. I ever say that it was everything was thus saith the Lord, but I tell you when the word of God came over that pulpit and he was speaking the word of the Lord, that was Messiah speaking through the vessel to get you ready. To show you things to come. Hallelujah. He was pointing us. Pointing us. Pointing us. You'll find out as we get through. Hopefully some part. More than where I am right now. Through the scripture. To find out that all through the scripture. Prophets were pointing. Were pointing. Were pointing. They were. Uh huh. From Adam and Eve. When God spoke to him and said, the seed of the woman, prophecy. Then prophet after prophet, Moses said, I'll raise up a prophet like unto me. Prophet after prophet, Joshua meeting the captain of the Lord of hosts, showing us that that's our inheritance. That's our promise. So now prophets come. Prophets now sow seed, sow seed, sow seed. Unto you a child is get born. A virgin shall conceive seed, 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 seed. Pointing, pointing, pointing. And thus, that's why I read this morning regarding Joseph. By faith, Joseph. The Bible says in 1 Peter 1 and 20. You who were verily foreordained before the foundation of the world was manifested in these last times for you. God was for, God foreordained before the foundation of the world that he would be manifested. In these last days or these last times, P, 
Peter is writing who for? You. It goes on to say in the Greek that by the foreknowledge of God and before the foundation of the world, God wanted to bring his children into public view. No wonder a prophet, a word prophet, could bring it up and say, the bride needs to be on display. You're to be brought out into public view in your time of history. Brother Bram said we would see Jesus. He says, now we're at the West Coast. The sun is appearing before his coming. Remember, appearing and coming are two different words. Everybody got that? Appearing and coming are two different words. He's appearing now in his church, showing himself alive after 2,000 years. That is God appearing to the people. But when we go to meet him, we don't meet him here. We meet him in the air. That's his coming. Now listen to what Brother Bram said here. He said, we recommend them unto thee that in the meeting time, when the church meets Jesus in the air, we believe he's already, are everybody listening? Because I can wind it down right quickly. We're an hour and 15 minutes. Listen to what Brother Bram says here. He says, when the church meets Jesus in the air, we believe He's already left the Father's house. And he's on the road to earth. He's in the fields of the great beyond. Oh my goodness, this is poetry. This makes Shakespeare look sick. People quote Shakespeare. I'd be quoting Malachi 4 if I was you. Can I read that again? The church meets Jesus in the air. And we believe he's already left the father's house. And is on the road to earth. And he's in the fields of the great beyond. Out in the fields meditating. (laughs) My, he brings it down to... Our level, doesn't he? He's in the fields meditating. And his bride is making herself ready. And soon she'll be on her way. The scripture says they will meet the Lord in the air. I'll show you things to come. He's already left and he's coming for his bride. Let us be ready. Oh, but I, I know all these great things. Be ready. Know all the great things and be ready. The evening time is here. Oh, we will meet Jesus in the air. 
That's right. That's Second Thessalonians. We'll meet him in the air. A beautiful type of Rebecca meeting Isaac in the field in the cool of the day. We meet him in the air. Happy day. Happy day. So a shout. Shout. What's the shout? Brother Bram said it's the people. It's, I'm sorry, it's the message going forth first. The living bread of life bringing forth the bride. The messenger getting the people ready. Second, the voice of the resurrection. Third, the trumpet. The third thing is a trumpet which always at the feast of the trumpets is calling the people to a feast. There's going to be a meeting in the air. Does everybody know that song? In the sweet, sweet by and by. <laughs> I'm going to meet you. Meet you over there in my home beyond. Such singing you will hear, never heard by mortal ear. It will be glorious, I do, when God's own Son will be the leading at that end. Oh, you sound great. Musicians, why don't you come? There's going a meeting in the air in the sweet sweet by and by will be the leading one. <laughs> Hallelujah. We're going to sing it. I guess we'll sing it in the right. I, I always admire these brothers. Put it in F. Like, what's F? <laughs> or can you put that down to A? A what? I don't get it, but they get it because those are gifts in the body. And sometimes we get it and we, uh, they'll help me along like Joanne did when I learned to play the guitar. I never knew when to change, change the chord. I thought, you know, we're going to be a sweet new couple. She plays the piano, sings like a, a, you know, an angel and she got married to me. Can't hold a tune in a bucket. Can't play a note on nothing. Anyways, we won't go there. I want to go with this last quote. Oh, there's going to be an awakening time. Those that are in the, in the dust now, those that are asleep in sin, they won't even know what this is going to happen. They'll sleep right on. They won't awake for another thousand years. But those that are sleeping in the dust will awake first. We'll wait to see Charlie. We'll wait to see Brother Hugh. Keep it coming, Lord. Maybe he's going to say that one first words that he says. Never know. 
But he says now, he said, these corruptible bodies will put on incorruption. In the rapturing grace of our Lord, then we'll all get together. What a meeting. Whoa, what a meeting with. Can you imagine, Dad? Can you imagine the family? Can you imagine? Allison, just imagine. He said, we'll all get together. He, now you say, well, who is he talking about all? Just as he saying, Jeffersonville? I think all that believe his message. <laughs> he saw millions of them. I, you know, I don't know what high fives are really, you know, because I wasn't into sports in the days that they had high fives. But I can't imagine what sort of glory is going to go on there. He says, when we get together, we who are alive and remain shall be changed. The mortal will not see death. All of a sudden, all of a sudden, Ray, are you listening to me? There's going to be a sweep come over you. Hallelujah. And you will be changed. You'll be turned back like Adam was from an old man to a young man or an old woman to a young woman. What's the sudden change? Then after a while, he said, then you'll start traveling like a thought. Whoa. <laughs> I want to see Irenaeus. You say, I never even thought of him before. Well, go get back to the church age book and you'll think about him. I want to see Irenaeus. I want to see Antipas. I want to see Paul. <laughs> I want to talk to Jeremiah. <laughs> you say, well, how are you going to do all that in a thought? He said, all of a sudden you'll be changed. And after a while, You'll be traveling like a thought. And you can see then those who are already resurrected. What an hour we are living in. Let's all rise. There is going to be a meeting.
that last, Sister Marnie? Would you mind getting ready? She wanted to know when to get ready. We're ready. Praise the Lord. Brother Tim, would you lead? Or Ryan, whatever. Ryan, you go ahead and lead. Tim, you close. (laughs) I'll go baptize. God bless you. Say it. They're the the doubters. They're the doubters. We'll be missing all together. you over there. Praise the Lord. I want to sing, Oh, my loving brother, when the world's on fire. Key of F. (laughs) Amen. Oh, the judgment day. Actually, let's sing the first verse if we can. There we go. Oh, the judgment
the Lord. Amen. Now, Sister Marnie, I want you to, I want you to know, uh, this is Sister Marnie Christensen, and she's standing here, she's Brother Reed's wife, who we've prayed for for a year, over a year, Sister Marnie. How many men and sisters that have been at the prayer meetings have prayed for Sister Marnie? I'd like you to stand, please. I want you all to stand. John, you're not standing. <laughs> you got a baby. There you go. See all these people, Sister Marnie? They love you. And we pray for you. And we pray for this moment. And we want to give the Lord all the glory. Amen. Amen. The scripture is declared without in the Bible and I have, we sat down, Sister Marnie, we had a glorious time with Sister Joanne going over some scripture. And I've had a lot over 40 some odd years in my office and talked about baptism. But I've never had quite a, uh, a daughter of God ask such profound questions. Now that doesn't mean like you all have to now come up with profound questions. <laughs> It's just made you, Sister Marnie, you. She asked me a a tremendous question. What was Adam's part in the garden when serpent seed took place? (laughs) I thought, what a tremendous question. And so we were able with time to go through the scriptures and say it was a type of Christ that went out to redeem his wife. Because Adam, if he wouldn't have gone out to redeem Eve, God would have just wiped her off. But Adam was a type of Jesus Christ who died on the cross for this Eve. So I said it was just a type and shadow and Sister Marnie's eyes welled up. And she says, that's beautiful. I thought so. I thought that's a beautiful question. And then she asked regarding the seven seals and, and its unveiling and so forth. I thought, wow, we are moving right along. Where the prophet said in the last days, there will be a quick, short work, Sister Marnie. And he's doing, indeed, a quick, short work. Your husband was in the waters of baptism not just a few weeks ago. And I baptized him at Mount Baker Camp. Yeah, is Rita on the internet this morning? Yeah. Brother Reed, wherever you are. We want to let you know we are glorifying God with you and your children, Sister Marnie. This is your son's birthday today, your daughter. There's a birthday present. The scripture, as Peter, and we've heard so many times when they asked Peter, because their hearts were pricked, what do we do? And I'm sure there was many in the crowd that heard Peter proclaim, you must, pro- you must repent. And be baptized 
every one of you for the remission of sins and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. And we know by the scripture many gave their hearts to Christ. Thousands not. But maybe there's a few that didn't and wish they did. So I told Sister Marnie, it's not us going out and dragging you to the waters of baptism, but it's the dove of God leading you to these waters. And the Bible says that their hearts were pricked. And it's strange how our hearts can be pricked by an obscure set of circumstances. And we don't need to go through those obscure circumstances. But the Holy Spirit, the faithful guide, when he, the spirit of truth, has come, he will guide you into all truth. Sister Marnie, you've repented. And now she wants to be identified in Christ's death, burial, and resurrection. I'll show you things to come. And may the dove of God fill her to overflowing and make her... Sister Megan, you've had a great part. God bless you. And may this Holy Spirit make and mold her into the very image of Jesus Christ. Amen. Sister Marnie, would you like to say something? Yes. Um, Lord Jesus, I love you. Thank you. Thank you. That's great. Why don't you stand? Let's bow our heads in a word of prayer. Our dear and precious Lord, tenderly and softly, Jesus is calling. And Lord, you called Sister Marnie. She waited out. She looked to the Lamb of God, and you called her, Lord. I pray, Father God, that your blessing will rest upon her. Lord, her family, Brother Reed, they've given their lives to Christ. I just pray that this family, Lord, under the umbrella of the love of Christ, so flourish. May the blessings of God rest upon this mother. And may the fifth gospel become so clear within her life, Lord. I commit her to you in Jesus' name. And Sister Marnie, by your confession that Jesus Christ is your personal Savior, I baptize you in true Christian baptism in the name of Lord Jesus Christ. God bless you. Amen. Are you happy? And it's always wonderful. You know, we heard a wonderful message today on the the rapture, the end time events, you know, how important the rapture is to us. Aren't you glad you have this message? I've had many people ask me, you know, over time say, you know, do I have to believe that message to go in the rapture? You ever heard that? Do I have to believe that message to go in the rapture? And my response is usually, well... In the first coming of our Lord Jesus Christ, I says, what happened? He says, he says, I'll send my messenger before my face. And I saw, I said, there was a messenger that came, the voice of one crying in the wilderness. Is that right? What is the cry? A cry is a shout. 
In the first coming, there was a shout. And in the, in the last coming, or the second coming, for the rapture, there's a shout. And so God sends his messenger with a message to get us ready for the rapture. Aren't you glad for that? Amen. Amen. There's no other way to look at it. But say, I'm glad, Lord, you sent me this message. Let's stand together. Let's rejoice in what God has done for us. Amen. There's an old song, Brother Ryan. I'm so glad I'm a part of the family of God. Amen. Do you know know that old song? How many know that? I'm so glad I'm a part of the family of God. Are you glad this morning? He came by our way. As Brother Tom said, you know, you didn't seek this message. God sought you. What we saw this morning is what I said on Wednesday night. It's another piece of the vision coming into place. God is seeking the elect. He's going all over the world, whether it's Cloverdale, whether it's Uganda, whether it's Ethiopia, whether it's Angola, whether it's China, whether it's India, it doesn't matter where they are. God will not leave one behind. Another piece fell in place today. How close are we to the last part of the vision coming into position to bring the supernatural virtue to bring these body change and catch us out of here? Won't it be wonderful? Are you glad you're part of the family of God? Amen. I'm so glad I'm a part of the family of God. I've been washed in the fountain, cleansed by His blood. Join in with Jesus as we Sister Joanne, my mind goes back to the log church when we sing that. I remember those days back uh, a few years ago. Were you in the log church, Brother Ryan? You never were. It was it was quite a sight. <laughs> Amen. There's a second verse to this. It says, you may notice that we say brother and sister around here is because we're a family. And folks are so dear. When one has a heartache... We all shed a tear and rejoice in each victory in this family so dear. Do you know that verse? So, so. (laughs) I remember singing it. You may notice we say brother and sister around here. It's because we're a family and folks are when one has a heartache, we all shed a tear and rejoice in each victory in this family so dear. I'm so glad. I'm 
together. Blessed Redeemer, we are unworthy without a doubt of all the good things you have done for us. I was baptized, Lord, you remember. You always knew I would be in the log church. That was a great victory, Lord. There may have been a few tears since then in the battles and the struggles of life. But Lord, we rejoice in the victory and we care for one another in the battles, Lord. We thank you, Lord, for your grace in our lives. We thank you, Father, for each and every soul that you've brought under your divine presence. That you shed your blood for, that you quickened by your spirit. Lord, that you brought us in by the revealing of your word, by faith as we heard this morning, Lord. We thank you for your blessings. As we go our way this morning, we don't want to leave here. But what have say, Lord, we've been touched by you. You have been present as you have promised, Lord. Lord, even now, if there's somebody that's holding a need, a need before you, if there's a sickness, Lord, Father, may it leave them even now, Lord. In your divine presence, Lord, as two or three are gathered and we are agreeing together, Lord, may each one become subject to your word by the quickening of your spirit. And if there be even one person here this morning, Father, that is not made their reservation to be at that great supper feast that we're all looking forward to. May they make that reservation now, Lord. As our sister Marnie has done this morning, she repented. She's been baptized in the name of Jesus Christ. For you said if we follow your recipe, we shall receive the quickening of the Holy Spirit. We thank you, Lord, for your word. We thank you for your promise. And we commit the service this morning into your hands, Father. Thank you for all you've done for us. Thank you for your blessings. Thank you that you love us, oh God. And we want to say, Lord, we love you. Lord, we love you. Like our sister said this morning, I love you, Lord Jesus. Lord, we love you with all of our hearts and thank you for your grace. As we commit this service into your hands in Jesus Christ's name. I'm so glad I'm a part of the family. Shake hands with the family of God as you're all dismissed in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ.